Hello fellow cinephiles and welcome to another episode of One More Take where we discuss all things movies over a nice glass of Prosecco, Riesling, or red blended wine. You know, your choice. My name is Demi and I'm joined again by Jasmine and Jordana. Hi ladies! What are we drinking? Hi! So I'm drinking, um, I guess it's like a tequila soda with some lime in there. Oh, a tequila soda? I've never never heard of that before Te- te- tequila and club soda like a vodka soda oh like tequila. <laughs> tequila i mean or seltzer as we like to call club soda here you know they are there's a minor difference yeah but there were two separate things two. i mean can you taste the difference i mean i don't really drink club sodas so. <laughs> it's, it's pretty you, similar to me it's like the same thing to me gotcha nice gotcha. anyway. and summery <laughs> yeah Hey guys, um, I'm having uh, Riesling from the Robiero Winery, which is in New Paltz, New York. Little Ooh. shout out to New Paltz. Shout out to New Paltz. <laughs> Definitely yeah. still sticking with my Riesling. Love it. I love Riesling too. It's one of my favorites. Me too, but dry typically. I don't have like um, even semi-sweet Riesling. I can't do Ah, but yeah give me all the Riesling I will take them all (laughs) it doesn't matter (laughs) another thing that I will take all of is that well maybe I won't take all of I'll tell you this news our first (laughs) bit of movie news um, it has been reported by Insider in a profile story that Dave Franco will be playing Vanilla Ice in an upcoming biopic on the 1990s rapper Franco told them that the project is getting closer to pre-production and will be titled To the Extreme, which is the name of the, I hear you laughing already, which is the name of the Vanilla Ice hit 1990s album. Franco also said that he envisions the project to be like the disaster artist. Quote, with the movie, people expected us to make a broad comedy where we would make fun of Tommy Wiseau. But the more real we played it, the funnier and heartfelt it was. That's the tone we want for this one as well." End quote. So I think this this could be interesting. I mean, I don't know much about Vanilla Ice, you know, besides his song, Ice Ice Baby. Um, And I think there's like some controversy surrounding that song. I don't, there's not some, it's like confirmed. It's like he ripped off Queen and David Bowie. Like this isn't, this isn't like oh there's so, like he plagiarized well you know i i just i kept it vague since i don't know that much well, like, <laughs> about that situation <laughs> yeah i just know what vh1 told me on the what is it the behind the music yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> but the, no they're credited as songwriters because they won oh in a lawsuit Oh, oh, that's I did not know oh, that. You learn yes. something new every day. It's yeah. See, yeah, but I, they, they want. I think that's Sorry. actually interesting, though, because where does the line go with in terms of like copying versus, you know, creating something that's influenced by something? Because like all songs and all artists are like influenced by other artists and songs. Yeah. So no, I, I it, like sleep. It seeps in sometimes. So. I agree that, but if you watch the interviews, his main argument was that there was a one core difference, and yeah, that's like the literally wasn't it? Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know, but like it, that's that's like you know, pl- 
plagiarizing like a poem, right? And saying one line oh. is, is different. Do we know like, that they're going to touch upon the, the controversy I mean, in the film? They have to. They have to. I... How would it be a film worth anyone's time if they don't talk about that? But that's an interesting thing because if Vanilla Ice has creative control of the movie, like, then how that, like, is depicted, like, he's not going to show himself in a poor light or anything like that. Like, and, you know, it is from his perspective, so that's fair. But, like, there is something to be said when you're doing a biopic and the main subject, like, has creative control, because I think it does, you're, you're, you're just showing it from that person's perspective. And there's pros and cons with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, who asked for this? That's really my question. <laughs> I mean, I was surprised by this news. I didn't, I mean, when I think of biopics, you know, upcoming, I wouldn't necessarily yeah. have thought of this one coming up, but. Yeah, like. Yeah, it'll be I interesting like, to see what they do with it. Yeah, and I think, I don't think you should really. I still, even though I was reading Vanilla Ice does have like kind of an underground following, I feel like it's not even fair to uh, compare it to the disaster artist in the room because, for, for this reason, because when you see the room, you immediately want to know more. Like you immediately want to know how this got made, what happened. And for that reason, one of the actors wrote a book the disaster artist and then that was turned into a movie right like I feel like there was much more of like just a, a, like a, it, it had kind of a, a, a path to like being made into a film and it has this also like huge cult following versus like Vanilla Ice like okay so he might have a following but I just who asked for this I just keep coming back to that question <laughs> I mean, I mean, this definitely sounds like it's made for someone like around our age because we're the only ones that are going to really be that aware. But I don't care. Yeah, I don't even care about like he's a little too. He was slightly before our time. I I know, but but like mm, slightly, like slightly, like we were like, but like we we kind of like claim a little bit of the eighties. Oh yeah. It, I call. More <laughs> like you know. All right. So in major casting news, Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington will be reuniting again. They are both set to star in Netflix's "Leave the World Behind," a drama based on Ruman Alam's upcoming novel. We don't really have many details on the story, other than it's about two families forced to spending a long weekend together and the chaos that ensues so what do you guys do you have you heard about this or do you know anything about it or what are your initial thoughts I think it's interesting that Netflix won the rights to a book that's not even published that's truly insane (laughs) how does that work that's insane (laughs) yeah like there must be a lot of like you know Hope's writing on this novel that it's like yeah. and successful. I mean, is he like the Stephanie Meyer of like freaking, you know, like where he has the book isn't even like isn't even, you know, is it released? No. Or they, they won the rights to it. It's gonna be released Before. in October, apparently. October. Is that yeah. what happened to Stephanie Meyer? 
Uh, no, I'm just saying someone of that where, where you've like, or JK Rowling, oh, right? Like that you've had these I was like, oh, is that how Twilight no, but, happens? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, but like, you know, where you, like, you have been proven to have sold hundreds of millions of copies of books. So, studio, you know, people are like, okay, I'm going to buy the rent, you know? Like, yeah. it's well you know, known that, fandom. To that wolf. level. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or even like a George R. R. Martin kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know nothing. I haven't heard of this book. Me either. Um, well, it's interesting. The casting sounds interesting. So, I'm intrigued yeah. by that. Yeah, the I casting's think. exciting. I wonder, have they read the book? Did they like read a treatment or something? And yeah. then were like, maybe they have like a draft version of the book. That's what I'm saying. Where they're like, yes, <laughs> I, I bet you the, the Asians sent out like a, you know, something. Yeah. So before we even have like the release date for the fans to read, they're yeah. gonna ship it out to studios. And be That's like, possible. do you want a movie? Here, we got yeah. a nice little... <laughs> That's the only way I see this happening, right? That's kind of... Yeah. How else do you see this happening? Because he, he's well-known, but it's not like a name, like I said, where it's like freaking J.K. Rowling. And you're like, yes, sign me up. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have to read anything. And maybe they... I bet, I'm sure they didn't read anything, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, like, how else does a deal like this happen? Right. Well, I mean, it happens mm-hmm. to be, I guess, a good week for Netflix because yeah. it was also announced that Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling will be starting in their upcoming adaptation of The Gray Man, which is based on Mark Greeny's novel. Uh, the film will be directed by the Russo brothers, who are known for directing directing the best Captain America movie, The Winter Soldier, <laughs> and the last two Avengers. Uh, the Russo brothers intend to create a franchise out of this. So I, for one, I am very excited about this. Evans and Gosling are two of my favorite actors. And if I'm not mistaken, they've never been in a film together before. So sign me up, Netflix. I mean, I'm already signed up, but I am ready to see these two gorgeous men on screen what about you guys do you guys share my excitement or yeah no i'm excited especially ryan gosling huge ryan gosling fan my favorite ryan i know jasmine (laughs) has a different favorite ryan but he's a great actor i think he's shown he can do a wide range comedy drama um i think he picks films very well also even early in his career but like later in his career at this point He's very, I think, intentional with his choices of what films he makes. And Chris Evans, too, I think, especially after, you know, doing so many Marvel movies, I'm sure he's, like, ready for something a bit different. Um, But, no, it's exciting, for sure. Yeah, good year for Netflix. Netflix are the only people who are, like, 2020, man. What a year. applause for 2020. The only ones. (laughs) The only ones. (laughs) Like, Netflix, all the streaming. Yeah. Which is good. They're like kind of prepared, but now they get to like pump out as much as they want. Oh yeah, because, exactly. You know, streaming is king right now. But no, this yeah. sounds really interesting. It, I mean, I don't think they've been in anything together. Yeah. They're saying it's going to be like a born type story. So yeah, I mean, I, I love trust those. them. So I trust yeah. the Russo brothers. So I do too, especially because again, 
made the best Captain America movie. Jordana, yeah. you need to watch it. You're gonna call me. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. Yes, I find Captain America in the first movie annoying, which I don't understand, honestly. I, I, it's an opinion. No, it's okay. It's a wrong opinion. <laughs> it's like what I mean, I say it. I was gonna say to each that's their own. That's what. See, you're saying to each their own, but you're not letting me have my own. So you don't actually. I will. I will let you have your own when you watch the other two. I know. No, I know they're really good. I just, I've been annoyed, and I just don't feel like dealing with watching them, even though I know they're considered like top five of all the Marvel movies, like some of the best ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I acknowledge. I, I acknowledge this. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I look forward to this discussion in our future MCU. In our future. <laughs> oh my god. Do I have to be a part of that? <laughs> Is this required attendance for me? Oh lordy. Uh, Alright. Let's now turn to our main discussion in the long take. In a decision that no one saw coming. No one. We're all blindsided by this. Disney has quote unquote <laughs> unscheduled Mulan's release. First of all, I know. And then they also no. so that kind of led to a chain effect of pushing back all the movies from like 2021 and 2022 a year. So like Avatar is supposed to be 2021. Now it's 2022, which I don't give two shits about that anyway. Star Wars 2022, now <laughs> 2023. So what do you guys think? Like, obviously, this isn't surprising at all, but. I mean, I think it, it underscores the challenges facing both the studios, movie theaters over the course of the pandemic. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, originally it was already an issue for uh, movie mm-hmm. companies to decide when their movies were coming out because yeah. they're already facing a decline and they're trying to figure out what movies work and figuring out what times to push certain movies to get viewership in there. So now they have this to kind of combat and all the studios are going to be fighting for certain time periods. I mean, and everything's still up in the air. So there's really no, no one knows when we'll, we'll be going to the theater. So they're kind of just guessing at this point. Yeah. I mean, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I mean, I think it's our new reality that the only way right now you're going to see a movie in theater, quote unquote, is a drive-in movie in America. That's the only way you're not going to see something streaming at home. Um, And that's just how it has to be. And look, in other countries, like in China, who have kind of, you know, I don't want to look, they've gotten it under control. Um like in terms of the spread and they're slowly starting to reopen. So it is possible, but like our, like the government has to like acknowledge and help people with that. And we just got like an acknowledgement that you should wear face masks. So I just don't even see, unfortunately being able to go to the, like an indoor movie theater anytime soon, or even if they reopen, I think some people will be fine with it, but a lot of people probably won't. So I know, like, with China, they announced last week that they are not going to, like, show movies that are, like, over two hours long. And I know Tenet also, you know, was taken off the release calendar 
So like, what are what's Warner Brothers gonna do? Like, yeah, you know, Tenet is two hours and a half long. Like, that can't like be shown in China right now. Um, I mean, they're just gonna movie studios are just gonna have to like rethink how are they gonna release these movies. They're gonna be faced with the tough choice of like what gets released on like you know video on demand or like a streaming service, and then what gets to be shown in a theater, and then even. Even then, like, when are we going to, like, comfortably and yeah. safely, like, be able to, like, go back to the movie theaters? I mean, maybe it won't be until, yeah. like, I don't know, November, December, until a vaccine comes out. Who knows? I I just know that I wouldn't want to be yeah. in their shoes. I think it's the roughest in a movie the theater chain, chain shoes. Right? Like, because it's, it's lost revenue either way. You're never going to, you're not yeah. going to have it at the same capacity. Even if everyone goes at 50% capacity. Yeah, it's just, it's totally changed um, now, so. Yeah, I mean, to me personally, this is it's kind of devastating. I had movie tickets to go see uh, on March 26th. That was like Thursday night weeks release. after and everything was like shut down a week after. Yeah, here. Uh, yeah. Mulan, then, is, Mulan is rough because yep. I feel like that was the one so, that Disney was taking yeah, a chance uh, on and like really switching things up and changing it yeah. things so mm-hmm. yeah it's like yeah it's unfortunate um but yeah yeah i just if, if things would have been handled better i i just feel like it's a shame people are I, like not you guys or anything but the government is like has this sense of urgency right but it's like if you handled this properly in the first place then we would kind of be on the right track, but we're not, we're not, we're very much behind other movies or like, sorry, not other movies, other countries um, in terms of reopening. And yeah. Now I don't know when I'm going to get the next mission impossible film because 2021. Everything's fucked up now. Stacked up. Top gun. I mean, like James Bond. No, but no. So that one got moved to next year, yes, I think, right? Yes, for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just, just so excited. So I was, I mean, not that I'm sad, but it's just like, I keep thinking about like, just the, the effect this is going to have. Like, no, yeah. AMC is going to have to either file for bankruptcy or take out a all loan. of these movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah the I'm, theaters. I'm thinking like some of them are going to consolidate. Like, I don't know, maybe yeah. maybe Regal consolidates with AMC. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just... Yeah. Um, the, yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to be a different... And the thing, I get it that, like, I feel like this is really going to change how, like, people go see movies. I feel like a lot of people are just going to be like, I don't need to go see this in theaters. And I get that. Um, I mean, people are already well, doing that now. It's probably yeah, just going to be more. More, yeah. Because now they're getting I, used to it. Exactly. But, like, for me, I feel, like, one thing that I've really missed and, like, noticed is just, like, there is a huge difference between, like, watching something at home. Of course, and yeah. Something in the, and I know everybody doesn't have that same feeling. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. No, no, but I agree with you. And, yeah. But I'm not like that with most stuff. But there are certain no, ones no, yeah, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. where, like, it, it is different for yeah. sure. I... If Tenet comes out on HBO like, Max, I am going to be pissed off. Okay, I know that movie like, deserves to be on a big screen. That's the one that okay. like, comes to mind. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't need to be IMAX, maybe, but he shot it in IMAX. I need to go see it in IMAX. Okay. 
He shot it. He shot it. Mulan. Mulan needs to come out on the beach. Yeah, Mulan was, was supposed that, to make that. more money than Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And like, it's such a shame because that, like, Disney was trying with that one. Yeah. Like they were going a yeah. different route. I don't even know if there's going to be like songs in this one. Probably not. I yeah. think they were going to. It be... does not look exactly. like it. So, no, like... Uh, so I, I heard that there weren't. It wasn't going to be a musical, but the, that yeah. some of the More songs action. were going to be incorporated. Oh, Just and okay. see, like yeah. that's completely yeah. different. That's fine. Yeah, like they're yeah. veering. I mean, it seems like they're going more towards the true story, but like they're veering yeah. away yeah. from their like anime. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Well, more of like the yeah, which is different. Route. I mean, than like yeah. having the Eddie Murphy comedic yeah. I mean that yeah. CGI. I don't know how that would have worked. Oh, it would have been so bad. So yeah. maybe that <laughs> maybe that was like the That's turning why. point when they that were writing it. A good decision, yeah. but yeah. The, but then not only but the film itself was delayed because they couldn't find the lead actress, mm-hmm. and then when they did, like they didn't. There was like another like for some reason delayed shooting. I don't remember right now. So it's like and now the year that it's supposed to come out now it's just been taken off the calendar yeah and it was originally supposed to come out in 2018 like that's what it was slated for and then we're never gonna know i do on the bright side i do i am happy that like endgame came out last year i would have lost my shit if this movie was (laughs) delayed i would have lost it yeah so, yeah, yeah. Side. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. We got a little conclusion of this arc. Phase three is okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you're like, it's okay. I blame the MCU. Uh, the MCU. Yeah, <laughs> that is yeah. getting pushed. Oh my God. Like their schedule, I feel. They were not, like, their shit is gonna, is gonna, about to get so yes. fucked up. And they, it's they have it's no ready. It's already, yeah. They had to push back, it like, is. They can't push back Black Panther but so much and they have to because it doesn't fit yet. But and it's yeah. Also, yeah, like stuff is not gonna get filmed yes. like yeah. in these timelines either. So then there's gonna be like like even when the completed stuff is released, there's gonna be huge yes. gaps. Well no, no, no. But the thing oh, is no? the thing is, so from what I've read, yeah, Black Widow can't come out until until either what, uh, Black- either um the uh, Winter Soldier show comes mm-hmm. out, or uh, oh. Wanda. I forget okay. which one. One of those two leads oh, up but no, to no, Black no. Widow. How is that possible? Because they didn't give us a date. Let me go on my rant again. They did not give no, us no. a date for those shows. No, no. It said <laughs> they did. No, they did they not. Don't. Yes, yes. yes when they was did. it supposed they said to come out? August. And then that's when they like took it off from the August calendar. When, no, and Black that- Widow was supposed to come out in May. But this is no August was like the updated, I think, date. But then, sorry, but then that didn't happen. Virus. Yeah, oh, because okay. they didn't okay. finish. Yeah, let me calm down because I <laughs> was like, no, no, excuse, <laughs> like I may be no, but like I may be wrong about the order, no, but I know right. something like has to come out first yeah. before something Black has to, Widow. Yeah, because something happens. Yeah, that explains. Yeah. Or Black Widow has Black to come, Widow out, has first to come before... out first before those TV shows, and yeah. then the oh, Eternals has to come out. So you're never seeing those TV shows. Exactly. So no, no, no. Well, no. It's more like they are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? They have to seeing... do the Eternals because that's going to be tied. And like everything 
they scheduled it's, it's so interconnected in uh-huh. this specific order and if things don't come out in this order it's not going to work for the end of their it's, phase four it's fucked up and... yeah it's their phase four is fucked honestly there's no way to overcome a global pandemic as the united states of america has seen because if you don't like have a contingency plan yeah any plan at all and i was like Anything. reading like tenant was like is considering not doing a global like I wide release that, that they're like gonna do Europe. yeah they're gonna like do it wherever movie theaters are open and, is, and yeah. it's like safe to go see the movie and it's just like i i, I mean honestly if you want to get this movie out this year, that's how you're going to have to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's how they're going to have to do and, it in and Europe. And it sucks because, like, I know, you know, piracy, like, yeah. you know, there's going to be a copy floating around. Yeah, but once like, it's out, that's it's it. Yeah, um, but, like, I'm like, I'm not going to go get a copy of it. I'm going to wait and no, see I'll IMAX <laughs> whenever I can. Uh. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, no, right. like, the traditional, like, rollout release of like a film just can't happen this year and they're just gonna have to roll with the punches yeah i think this is making the film industry pivot much harder towards streaming like it's forcing them to like it's already happening obviously because we see how many movies like are released on streaming that are nominated for best picture it's growing every year this is forcing it to like totally veer um, in a way they were, they were not ready for, but like, this is the reality. And it's like, either you release a movie on streaming or you wait and like, you kind of have to weigh the consequences of both, but capitalism. So they're going to release it on streaming. Most of them, not all, but, or like trickle out in Europe, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. they have to hope that once things get back into order, that people, people will, will go back. Which, no, because PTSD. I mean, it's not going to happen. It, I'm, yeah. The same level. The same level is yeah. what I'm talking no, no, about. Yeah, there not will the same always level. be yeah. people who go back and like, But like you at know, what people... rate? Because like, are, will this turn more people who were already I think this on the fence about streaming? Like, are they just going to be like, yeah. well, this is easy, you know? Because it is. Yeah. No, that, that's what I'm saying. You it, know? It's forcing everyone to turn to streaming. This is the best thing to have. This is like fast forwarding us five, ten years, honestly, mm-hmm. towards streaming. And Hollywood was like creeping. But I mean, extenuating circumstances are forcing it to be like, nope, this is the way. Yeah. Nope, this is the way. While Jordana is quoting the Mandalorian. <laughs> the child. The child's all like This is the way. The I way. mean, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I I think also going forward, like I feel like the the only reason people are gonna go to the movie theaters is like if there's a to big see. event, like a big yeah. temple like film yeah. that like yeah, I need to go see that, like, on the big yeah. screen. or, like, ten, yeah. you know, something like Tenet, something like yeah. Dunkirk, yeah. you know. Like, anything Marvel. Wonder, anything yeah, anything Marvel. Marvel anything Mar- Wonder DC, Woman. I would say, yeah, Wonder Woman. People question yeah. Dune. That's true. Um, like, I was excited to go see Dune. Um, mm-hmm. Just because the cast is very amazing have you read the book i haven't but like everyone like on the i just see the comments i see everyone's excitement (laughs) i see timothy is on it yeah it like doesn't interest me yeah that's on brand for me i guess
Now we turn to our last segment of the show, One More Take, where we share a film we recently watched and whether, yay, we really liked it or nay, it was a waste of our time. So I'll start. I recently watched Greyhound on Apple TV starring Tom Hanks. And I would say the film was decent enough. It's not horrible, but it's not great. It's like in a, in a gray area for me. Um, mm-hmm. So Tom Hanks wrote the film. Um, and it was orig- originally supposed to come out in theaters. But, you know, COVID got in the way of that. I, I think- Thanks, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason why like this movie was like, um, you know, uh, nay, may for me. Because I think it would have worked out. It would have played out better on a big screen I think that's one um, I'm not sure it's a book that should have been adapted into a film so this is based on a like I didn't know the bo- uh, the film was based on a book it was based on a conversation I had with my daddy-in-law last weekend <laughs> and, shout out yeah. uh, and he was like he was like going on about how like you know just how amazing the book was and he watched the film and he was just like it just there's just certain elements of the books that just wouldn't have like translated well to the big screen. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like a major issue as well. And I feel like if it was longer than 90 minutes, I would have been bored. Cause like, mm-hmm. I was like entertained enough because of the fact yeah. that it was like a short film, but if it was like longer than an hour and a half, I'm like, eh, not worth my time. <laughs> um, I, I would just say the movie's just not memorable. I, I was like intrigued by it because you know, it's Tom Hanks. Who yeah. doesn't love Tom Hanks? But America's sweetheart. Just yeah, I, w- I would say it's May somewhere between yay and nay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What about you, Jasmine? Uh, so for me, this week I saw The Train to Busan, uh, which oh. came out in 2016, and I remember seeing like the posters for this, and I don't know why I didn't see it then. So it's been on my list for a really long time. <laughs> um, but thank God it was on Netflix, and I finally sat mm-hmm. down and saw it. And this is a yay for me. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because I think the best thing to do is to go into it blind. Um, like, I went into it, I just knew that there were zombies. That's, that's all I'll <laughs> leave you with. There are zombies in there. It's, it's more, it's surprising. It's not just a zombie movie. So there's more there. So I found that to be delightful. And it was really cool to see, I'm going to, I might butcher his name. I apologize. But uh, Cho Wu Sheik uh, from Parasite is in it. So he played the son in Parasite. So he's in that. That was, that came out before this, of course. But Yeah, it was really cool to like see him pop up there because I didn't know who was in this cast, and so it was really cool to see. Like I know him, I know him. So big yay for me on Netflix! (laughs) Yay, people should check it out. Yay! My movie is also on Netflix. I watched Disclosure, which is a documentary, and that was a yay for me. So it's about. um, trans depictions in the media and how it's changed mostly like film and television obviously and so they interview a lot of actors you know actors writers but you know who have in some of them who had operated like as actors um in hollywood and no one knew they were trans they hadn't come out yet but it's really interesting because they take 
um, you know, clips like like even the movie I said I watched last week or two weeks ago, Silence of the Lambs, that they talk because there is like cross dressing in that movie and they talk about, you know, um trans people and like the depiction of that in there and like how it's a great movie but that depiction is problematic right or a movie like the crying game which you know for a long time that was like review like it was like a great plot twist but like it's actually like really really problematic that the plot twist is that um a character is trans like that shouldn't be a plot device so it was really, I would definitely encourage everyone to watch it. I found it very eye-opening for just, like, my own um, heteronormative biases and how I see film. And, um, and yeah, definitely check it out on Netflix. I'm a huge, I love documentaries, but even so, I think this, everyone can take away something from this. Alrighty. Well, thank you for joining me again. On another episode of One More Take. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. You may also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore one more take. Until next time, bye. 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 bye.